Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Today on Getting Real with the Housewives, Dr. Jen reveals her status with husband Ryan. We, we separated for a while um, and lived life without each other. And I think that that made us have more of a, an appreciation for who the other person was. And Jennifer Aiden opens up about how she was ostracized from the group. It does look like it's a reoccurring theme when it's three against one. And it's not so nice walking into that. And plus, we finally get to the date of Meredith's father's memorial. All that and so much more on today's Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here with Us Weekly executive producer Mandy DeCamp. Welcome to another week of Getting Real with the Housewives. Mandy, how you doing? I'm doing great, Christina. How are you? Doing good. Lots to get to this week. A lot of big episodes. Um, so, But before we get to all that, let's uh, see what you guys had to say about last week's show. All right. A lot of you disagreed with us about the Gia and Joe Gorga fight. So we heard you. I'm going to read the comment from um, H. McBride 01. She, uh, she or he said... I have to disagree with your point of view regarding Gia. Yes, Gia loves her dad. However, there's no excuse for not being honest as to what type of man her father is. Gia's forgetting what he put their family through. He's his lying, cheating, theft, not staying in ice to fight for his girls and sending her mother to jail. Mm -hmm. Her uncle Joe was there for all the girls and her mother. Gia may be 21, but she's got a lot of growing up to do. Regarding her uncle, it's time she showed some appreciation towards her uncle instead of pulling him down. I, I hear both sides. I hear both I, sides. I, I'm all of your comments. <laughs> I hear you. Um, and we'll talk more about it later because it was also in this week's episode. So we'll, we'll get more to that. Stay tuned. And uh, please tell us in the comments, are you Team Joe or Team Gia? Yes, it caused a lot of stir last yeah. week. <laughs> um, next one goes to Nora Ploche. said, they brought Heather DeBro back to save the show. If they wanted to save the show, bring back Vicky and Tamara. Heather is not the answer. I have to agree with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I agree with Vicky and Tamara, but I, I do agree that Heather wasn't isn't saving the show. No, I don't think she's saving yeah. the show either. Yeah. It's, she's actually not even like somebody that we're even talking about that much this season. No. I mean, it's actually been the Noella show, which we'll get into more later, too. But yeah, um, yeah no, not a, not the big splash that I think that they were hoping for. But no. no. All right. Well, let's um, let's talk about continue to talk about OC and get into what the ladies have been up to this week. This is a super scary story. So if you remember OC alum Elizabeth Lynn Vargas um, from I think two seasons ago, a season yeah. ago. 
Um, she is recovering after her ex-boyfriend barricaded himself in her home. So the New Newport Beach Police Department identified the assailant as Ryan Garrity. In a press release, the 33-year-old was actively threatening the life of Vargas when he officially, when an official arrived. He has been charged with multiple felonies, including assault with a deadly weapon, burglary, extortion, and is currently in custody. Her manager, David Weintraub, told us weekly. She's shaken up and had an extremely traumatic experience. Fortunately, the Newport Police Department saved her and she's doing well. Wow. Last year, Vargas left the show alongside with Bronwyn, um, Wyndham Burke and Kelly Dodd when Bravo decided not to renew their contracts. So this is crazy. This is I mean, insane. Like, yeah. thank God she's OK and, yeah. you know, recovering from all of this. But I cannot imagine the trauma that you probably experienced after um, this as well. But, yeah, it's a super scary um, situation for her. I feel like we were just getting to know Elizabeth and some of her past trauma from growing up and past relationships. So I, I did almost want to see her back. She was like a little, you know, different and and not like all the other housewives, I guess, but it got interesting, her story. And and I'm surprised that they let her go. I mean, she, I, like you said, you know, you, it takes like one or two seasons for us to really kind of get to know somebody. And um, her storyline was interesting. She seemed to get along with some of the people. So yeah, I'm surprised that they cut, cut ties with her. Yeah. Well, I I hope she's doing well and is safe. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Let's move on over to Beverly Hills because Kathy Hilton did tell her husband, Rick Hilton, that she needed to get out while on a trip with the Real Housewives and Beverly Hills cast. But it wasn't for the reasons that fans thought Um, in an interview with E. She said, I lost my phone, which I do. I was kind of left in the house by myself at one point, and I thought it was about three o'clock in the morning. Now, my husband puts his phone in his office and I know at about midnight he's on his iPad and he'll be scrolling through. Now, she did admit that there were squabbles that caused some of her castmates to leave Kyle Richards home in Aspen, Colorado, but she mostly just wanted to get Rick's attention. I love Kathy. Um, She said, I knew I'd catch him by saying, call me, get me out of here because I did have my iPad, but I had 10% battery left, no charger. I started getting scared hearing all the noise. I didn't know what cab company to call. I didn't know what to do to get out. Now, speculation about what went down during the getaway began last month when fans noticed that Kathy commented, please call me. I need to get out of here on uh, Rick's Instagram posts. I love how she always communicates with her family through Instagram posts. <laughs> and one fan tweeted what happened in Aspen. Now, she said later she saw commentary claiming that she was throwing things at the other women, but she said what really happened was nothing so dramatic. I started getting scared being alone. Now, this trip was filmed for season 12, which does not have a premiere date yet, but we can't wait. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I mean, have you ever been in a situation where you're on a trip that you don't want to be on and like you're so desperate to get out? I totally get it. I and then totally you get it. Like, get me out of here. And we know <laughs> yeah. and we know that Kathy can't, she doesn't drive, right? Or she I doesn't so. I, I feel like that happened but came yeah. up last season. So yeah, there was no escape for Kathy. No, but I don't understand how she commented on his Instagram if she didn't have her phone. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or she can't find a cab company or Uber. Right. I know. Right. Just Google it. Oh my God. She's yeah. too much. She is I funny. I, I'm excited for the season. It's gonna Me be too. Good. Me too. All right. Well, coming out of Salt Lake City, uh, Meredith Marks is addressing plastic surgery rumors after her Watch What Happens Live appearance left que- fans with questions this mm. week. So I don't know if you saw this, but we'll show some screen grabs of it. Um, after the show aired, she took to Twitter and said, as I'm being asked about my swollen face on Watch What Happens Live, yes, my face was swollen that day. No, it was not a cosmetic procedure. Marks added that the proof is on her Instagram. You can see on my Insta story picture taken the ne- next day where the swelling is down. I am human. Not every day is perfect. I'm sorry. 
So recently she actually did beauty sleep, which is one of our us weekly series. And she had actually said to com- combat swelling. She keeps, she actually travels with a mini fridge, which is really funny. Interesting. She keeps some of her products in there. Cause it, she thinks it helps swelling. I don't know if she didn't have her mini fridge with her at the time or what, but it was definitely, her face was a little swollen. It was a little swollen. It really yeah. was. Um, she ended up saying, I have no energy for hate. I either love you, wish you well, or hope you heal. So <laughs> maybe, you know, from flying and stuff like that, maybe she was a little like dehydrated and I, I don't know. I don't know. Perhaps. <laughs> we'll give her the benefit of the doubt, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, it's bad side this week. <laughs> no, seriously. We'll talk about more about that in a second. But let's start with uh, Real Housewives in New Jersey. Let's break down this week's episodes of uh, shows because there's a lot to get to. Um, start out with right at the beginning of the episode from last week, we found out that Bill had an affair. And then we see Jen leaving the party. She was crying. A lot of people are, you know, should Jennifer, should she be this upset, I guess, or, you know, be this upset at Margaret? Because, you know, throughout the entire episode, Margaret's like, you are a hypocrite. You did the same thing to me. I'm very torn. I literally was like a ping pong ball watching this episode, like going back and forth between the sides. I am neutral. I cannot decide whose side I'm on. I think, Jen Aiden is, has said so many bad things about her cast members, has dug for information on things that were just not true, like the thing with Jackie. Um, she said horrible things about Margaret, whether or not they're true. You know, I think they were, but, yeah. you know, that's a whole other story. Um, so I don't know. I, I understand why she why Margaret brought it up, I guess, mm-hmm. having with Jennifer having said all these bad things about her in the past. But it's such a serious thing. And it was 10, nine years ago. I don't know. What do you think? I'm I'm same as you. I'm like really torn about this. The, what really I feel for her, for Jen, because of the kids, because this is how the yeah. kids are going to find out about it. And Jen yeah. says in our interview that her daughter found out on TikTok and they had to explain it to her. So I do feel bad for the kids. And, and this is how they have to find out. But I guess in one hand, if you're going to dish it, you got to take it, too. I mean, that's the name of the housewives game. But um, yeah, I, I don't know this, the, I am torn. I do feel bad for her, but she's, yeah. she's had no problem saying these things about other people as well. Right. Well, let's get into Gia and Joe. I know you guys were super opinionated about this last week. It continued last night or this week's episode. Um, what did you think? Do you, are you leaning towards either side right now? I don't know. I was thinking to myself, like I would never speak to my uncle that way. (laughs) It was kind of intense, but I mean, this is the environment that she's grown up in. So I guess she's kind of used to that. And it seems like she and Joe have like a different type of, uh, uncle niece relationship, but it is kind of strange that like, you know, whatever Joe Judice is her dad. She's going to defend him till the end, but she should also realize that some of the things that he did was wrong and that, you know, put his put, you know, he put her mom in jail and things like that. So I I do understand both sides, but yeah, I don't know. It got a little too intense for me. And like, gee, I can't believe Gia is like 21 years old. It's weird. I I mean, I still think of her as like 15. Right. I think my opinion on it is, yeah, I would never speak to my uncle like that for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I'm torn on it. You know, I, I heard your comments last week and I can see both sides now. I would never speak to my uncle like that either. Um, but it's also her dad. I don't know. It's It's so, it's so hard. This is a hard one too, but it it was, it is strange that like they didn't have any communication for six months. And once cameras started rolling, that's why they started talking again. Like that, that's weird. 
like they live right around the corner and then right. you know, they're family. I don't know. Yeah, they're family. It's very strange. Yeah. Very. Let's talk about this Jackie throwback pic. <laughs> that was amazing. It brought me back to Dorit when she posted her old throwback picture. They kind of are similar because they're both like so gorgeous and beautiful. Right. And these throwback pictures are not what you expect. I mean, God. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> I, wish, I wish every week we would get a good throwback picture. Yeah. Um yeah. And then we, you know, Dolores invited her into her townhouse and kind of gave a breakdown of where things were with her and David. Obviously, we know that they split up later on, but um, it seems like she is happy kind of being on her own at that point in her life. Yeah, I'm very confused why she has a house and a um, bachelor pad. I guess because her house wasn't being is not finished. So okay. she was renovating it. So I guess she's renting. Did she say she was renting or bought the town? I can't remember. So now she's in the townhouse yeah. too. Okay. okay. It's very strange. She's got very a lot of, a lot of properties. I guess when you're a housewife, you can have multiple properties in the same state. Yeah, super. <laughs> um, and then we kept going back to this Teresa thing is tr- what Teresa did to Jackie, the same as what Margaret did to Jen. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, like Teresa still does not believe that this was a big deal. Like she still is defending this after all this yeah. time. Like, no, like, I mean, yes, Teresa could have gone up to Jackie and said it to her face, but um, no, it is the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just love like at this point, Jackie has let it go. Teresa, right. stop bringing it up. Stop bringing it up. It's over. (laughs) Um, And then finally we find that Jennifer starts crying again and Mm -hmm. we find out that she had been digging for more dirt on Jackie's fake affair that never happened. That's messed up. up. And I mean, she admitted it. She was full on admitted it. So it's wrong. (laughs) Right. It's wrong. But I, I mean, I guess like, I guess if, you know, you find out that your friend's husband is cheating, maybe you want to dig around a little bit too. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. How far you dig. Like if you're asking right. a mutual friend, whatever, if you're right. like going to certain other towns to find people. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Not a private investigator. Yeah. Um, but you could hire one just like Meredith, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's move on to Salt Lake City. What an episode. What a season. This, this is like in. my new favorite Housewives franchise. Like <laughs> it is so good. I'm so sad that next week is the finale. <laughs> oh, and, and I'm so sad Mary's not at the freaking reunion I because know. I really wanted her there. Um, okay, let's start with the bathroom scene where security was there. Do I, I also want to know, do they have security on every house? I'm sure they must. They I mean, must. I, they must. Because like, yeah. I feel like every time that there's been something physical going on, like somebody jumps in. So, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, I don't have security when I go out with my girlfriends. But <laughs> no. And so Lisa got outraged and said I'm richer than all of you which is just such a low blow I felt like it was such a low blow and she was like lucky that nobody really batted an eye to it I think Heather was like what is she talking about but um, like oh Lisa this was this was a scene this was a uh, a housewives history moment I think epic epic Mm -hmm. I I also have to say, just going back to the um, hot mic moment, I was watching um, Watch What Happens Live this week with Whitney. Uh-huh. And she was like, well, was it a hot mic moment? There was a producer in the room and she knew she had her mic on. And I was like, you know, that's a good point. She knew that stuff was going to be on TV. She totally knew because then she yeah. ripped the mic off at the end. Here, have your yeah. microphone. Like she knew. Yeah. She knew. She's she like, knew I'm going to make some real good TV. And so yeah. we thank you for that, Lisa Barlow. Sure. <laughs> 
Okay, so then we have Mary's comment about Heather looking inbred. Like, what is going on? Mary is at it. She is at it. But she's the one that I think is unhinged. Not Lisa. Like, I cannot wait to hear what Heather has to say about that comment at the reunion. But we won't hear Mary's defense because there is no defense. I know. It's it's so frustrating that Mary is not speaking out and not talking about this. Unless she, like, is like, I'm just in such hot water that I can't really defend any of my actions and I'm just going to pretend like nothing yeah. happened and kind of uh, go back to my church. But yeah, like this is just getting to be out of control. Well, let's skip ahead to the church scene. Yes. Church. Wow. scene. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. First of all, <laughs> invited Jen Shaw. Like, right. I, can, I cannot figure out who Mary is friends with and who she hates. I think it's, I feel like when she wakes up in the morning, she's like, today, I'm going to be friends with Jen. Today, I'm going to be friends with Meredith. Like it just, she just kind of changes her mind like the wind. It's really bizarre. But I mean, this church scene was something else. It was intense. It was one of my, I think it might be one of my favorite scenes of all time in Housewives for real. Like (laughs) one of the congregation members said that like they love the way Mary dressed or something. like that. Yes. They praised her for how she dresses. Yes. They, it was crazy. I'm sorry. Like that was nuts. And it wasn't that crowded. And if you go back to when Whitney attended the church, like a season ago, it was way more crowded. Now that could be because of COVID. Or I wonder if she's lost a following from being kind of like exposed on the show. She definitely could have. And like, there was all these rumors, reports, this is not legit. We don't know that the church may have closed down. So there's been a lot of uh, comments and things like that going on. So unfortunately we probably, maybe we'll get an update when season three kind of rolls around, but um, not from Mary since she's not a Catholic. Um, what, what, and then finally, okay, this, um, memorial service has been the topic of conversation for the past couple of weeks and it is just finally came to a head. So, yeah, so now we have the, we finally have the date for the memorial. I don't know why Meredith just didn't say this from the beginning. I know I don't either. And I felt like it was a little weird to invite Heather and Whitney over and suddenly be fine with them. Yeah. I think she was clearly just trying to get what everyone said out of them and then kind of be like, okay, be on your way. Thank you. Now I have all my notes for all my receipts for uh, the reunion. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Meredith. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't don't know why you would want to keep that storyline going. And like they said, it's like, it's not about your dad. It's about the fact that like, if you lie to us, so why don't you just tell us the truth? It was weird. This but I also was wondering if Lisa just made like a honest mistake. Yeah. Like if she called her and was like, oh, I think she's at her memorial, you know, but like instead she was like, oh, she's at her memorial. because She just got the dates wrong in her right. head. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm very confused. By I'm very way. confused by this. Oh my God. But the finale is the finale looks great. I'm so excited okay. about it. It's going to be okay. so good. Um, but, you know, we have to talk a little bit about OC because yeah. that was another big episode as well. Like we said, it's the kind of like the Noella show. And um, we, you know, her got a little bit more insight into her marriage when she revealed that she gave her husband a picture of a stack of vaginas for his birthday. Bizarre. I'm sorry. So bizarre. I've like never heard of that first of all <laughs> no neither have i and they recreated it at this girl's party which was weird <laughs> yeah so strange it was a strange episode i think you know i felt like nothing happened right yes no i feel like nothing happened <laughs> a little bit with dr jen at the end with yeah. ryan yeah um a little bit at the end we saw them arguing and him he seems very uncomfortable with cameras in general like he's not going to have any of these serious conversations in front of the cameras which is kind Mm -hmm. of a problem if you're a housewife you know no definitely yeah and um go ahead sorry 
No. Yeah. And I was just saying, yeah, the, all the Noella stuff, it's just too much for me. I'm glad Dina finally stepped away. I was just like, I can't, I can't yeah. either. No, I you? can't. Yeah. Like this is just yeah. going to be too much for me. And uh, yeah, I feel like uh, the, we're going to just see the unraveling of Noella kind of go on the rest of the season. Um, but looks like Shannon had a lovely time on her boat party. So that was good. Yeah. <laughs> good for her. That is really not getting involved in the drama this season. No, not at all. She's kind of taking oh. a back seat. I'm, I'm yeah. waiting for it because Shannon Storms is going to come out eventually. Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of Dr. Jen, let's get to our real talk this week. And we recently caught up with the OC's Dr. Jen, who opened up about how her relationship with Ryan has changed and all the ups and downs they have been through since being on the show. Take a look. Um, I know in an upcoming episode, it teases that Ryan actually leaves for a little bit. Can you tell me a little bit about that and where your marriage was at that point? I mean, I think that was the beginning of the, uh, you know, the, the beginning of the, the like, end, I guess you could say. Um, Cause throughout the season and throughout our lives, you know, he's, he's becoming more dismissive, more dismissive, more distant. And it just reaches a breaking point where you're like, I mean, he just runs, runs away. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, you're, I, I was put in a place where I felt very humiliated and abandoned and all and things that I don't want to feel, but <laughs> coming back and, and it got worse. So that, that happened and it kept getting worse and worse and worse, but then, um, it came back around in the end. So and maybe that ha- that had to happen for us to, you know, actually start changing things. Both, like for us both to want to start changing things. Sure. And how did you kind of get back to where you are right now? We we separated for a while um, and lived life without each other. And I think that that made us have more of a pr- an appreciation for who the other person was and have a different outlook on getting back together and and putting in the work to stay together. Yeah, definitely. How long were you separated for? For a month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And how, who was supporting you out of the castmates who was supporting you during that time? And we're, uh, and will we see that during this show? That's post, that's post filming. So yeah. So that was post filming. And I mean, Heather was still being very supportive. I talked to her um, outside of filming. It was, I talked to some of the girls, but she was very supportive of that. Um, it was so intense though. I wasn't really talking to many people. I was just trying to like get through it. <laughs> it was pretty intense. <laughs> would, would you say that the show put a strain on your marriage or would you say the show actually opened up uh, like a magnifying glass into what was going wrong in your marriage? Um, I would say that the show put a magnifying glass on what was going on in our marriage that we had ignored for so many years and when both of us were not happy. And then when you have, you know, a magnifying glass and, 20 cameras on you, 30 cameras on you, you're forced to look at it, right? You're forced to either come together or walk away. Mm-hmm. And so we walked away and then came together. We did both. So. <laughs> Full circle, right? Full circle. Yeah. So she said that they separated once filming kind of wrapped up, they separated for a month and uh, now they're back and better than ever. But she said that he did support her being on the show. But like you said, once cameras started rolling and things yeah. kind of got real, he seemed to want to take a back seat. It could be one of those situations like Emily and Shane, like their first season, they just didn't really know how to deal with their fighting in front of cameras. And then second season, they come back and it's... It's like they're all hunky dory and fine mm-hmm. and you know there's more stuff going on but they're not going to do it in front of the yeah. cameras anymore totally. so we'll yeah. yeah we'll see then because you know, usually when that happens sometimes uh you only get a one season out of out of that so we'll see we got to get to more of our conversation with jen aiden um she also talked about how the ladies were ost- ostracizing her in the premiere episode and then also a little bit of uh the second episode that we saw this week so take a look i mean let's kind of break it down a little bit i mean 
Starting off back at the reunion, I mean, you did not leave off on good terms with a lot of the women. You know, there was a lot of back and forth between you and Melissa on social media. Um, yeah. and it seems like that kind of carries over into the first episode. Do you regret anything about that time, about what was said on social media back then? Um, no, actually, because um, and, you know, they didn't really highlight it too much in the first episode. It was more my post that was highlighted. However, uh, Melissa's post was what initiated the whole thing. Um, I was recovering from my nose job. I was literally one day out. I was bandaged and bruised and my eyes were so swollen that I, my, my cheeks were so swollen that my eyes couldn't see in front of me. I can just see the mountains of my cheeks. So to wake up to an Instagram post that was not so positive about me was not so nice. And I retaliated um, I don't like to start, but I, I, I definitely have to finish. Yeah. Do you feel like, did you feel like you, you were kind of ostracized from the group a little bit? I mean, we kind of see that when you're going to the party at Teresa's, like you're, you know, a little bit on edge and everybody kind of feels that way too. I mean, I don't think it's, um, news to anybody we saw how the reunion went down and it does look like it's a reoccurring theme when it's three against one. And it's not so nice walking into that. And even with all of that, I was under the impression that we left off on a good note. So, of course, reunions are always very back and forth, very tumultuous. It's the end result that we all like to focus on. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping that we can end on a good note and start off fresh and then we can create new drama between us. But I wasn't aware that drama had carried over. And again, that Instagram post, um, you know, it came out of nowhere. And I think it was Melissa watching the reunion mm-hmm. and I, I and getting mad, I guess, at my facial expressions. Yeah. And that's what initiated her. Because I was like, what 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 prompted her to prompt me is is my question. And you'll see that throughout the show, throughout the season. I mean, in your post, you did say that the group is man is infested with a snake that talks behind all your backs. Who were you referencing in that? Was that in reference to Margaret? At the time, you know, that those were my feelings at the time. And sometimes I think as housewives, we've all been guilty of saying things that may be not so nice about our castmates in the heat of the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I would hope that that's what makes us good housewives is that we're able to speak our feelings in the moment and then maybe find a way to resolve it. Yeah. At the time, yes, it it was referencing Margaret. I mean, I get it. After the reunion and all that stuff was said on social media between uh, Melissa and Jen, they kind of went back and forth. So I understand going into the season why they would probably want to keep Jennifer at arm's distance. I agree. She did it to herself. I'm not a mean girl like mentality, but she really did it to herself. So totally. All right. Well, let's get to our social spotlight of the week where we discuss which housewives caught our attention on social media. Mandy, who caught your attention this week? All right. So I know this is a housewife show, but I'm giving it to Tom Sandoval from Vanderpump Rules. Uh, He's touring with his band coming up. I don't know if you know about this, but... I'm so mad I'm not in New York because they are not coming to Mississippi. (laughs) Um, But they're called Tom Sandoval and the most extras. Perfect. Um, And they're touring mostly the East Coast area. Um, But man, I wish I could go. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to check it out. (laughs) I think it's going to be better than Luann's Cabaret. Oh, that is a a bold statement. That is a bold statement. I've been to Luann's. (laughs) 
So let us know if you're going in the comments, please. Yeah, seriously. All right. Well, mine um, was posted by comments by Bravo and they posted a clip of Teresa Judice on Watch What Happens Live recently and her talking about how she's not getting a prenup with Louie. Well, Bethany Frankel commented saying, I may jump through my phone if Teresa Judice doesn't sign a prenup at Andy that. Cohen. I mean, and then like, Teresa, what? And then she, yeah. And then Gia was a bartender saying like, why should she have to sign a prenup? And then we find out that Joe Judice made Teresa sign the prenup before they got married. This whole thing is so oh, weird. No. Sign a prenup, Teresa. Sign please a prenup. Sign a prenup, please. please. Let's start a petition. Yes. Oh my God. Sign a prenup. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. Mandy, thank you so much as always. Thank you so much. All right. Make sure to listen to our Getting Real with the Housewives podcast for our full interview with Melissa Gorga this week. It's a lot of fun. So check that out and keep commenting, keep subscribing, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.